This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Hello everybody and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 20th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo, who looks like he's auditioning for a brawny commercial. No penis uh, shirts today, but... uh, you know, it's a it's casual Friday. It's casual Friday here in Cabin San Filippo. There's riding up in the mountains today in my flannel shirt and my beard. And um, I reckon I got my thing of coffee today. <laughs> with your Civil War mug. How yeah, you doing? with my Civil War mug. Actually, I got the goopy thing out. And by the way, I'm in the same place I am every day. I just happen to have a lot of flannel shirts, apparently. And... Uh, I was feeling a bit Nebraska with the red and black today, so there you go. <laughs> kind of coordinated <clears throat> for the peeps today, man. It is Friday, the final day of the week. It is. For the show. Yeah. 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 Looking forward to it. You know, obviously, uh, Fridays are always a good day for the show itself, but of course, I'm always looking forward to the weekend when I get to relax a little bit, sleep in. And yeah. it's always- Mine is so weird. Off today from the main job. And then tomorrow, off the radio job, but work the main job. And then Sunday is that nice double, just hugs you so goodly. It makes you feel good in your tum-tum because you're off both jobs. Although, uh, I do have the radio segment on Pop Culture Kaboom later that evening. So, realistically, i am always got something going Yeah. But to be fair, that's 20 minutes compared to two hours that you do mm. with us each day. So. 40 minutes right now. Oh, 40 okay. It well. doubled. It doubled. Just because the show's now three hours long. Um, and we have a Mandalorian segment. So uh, today I'll watch the Mandalorian so I can be fresh. Or maybe I'll wait till Sunday so it's fresher to talk about. Ooh. I don't know. Or you can watch it twice, you know. You never know. Oh, that is true, yeah. it. I'm, I'm sure that won't hurt my feelings to do that twice. True. Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Now, Tony, I know you are an upstanding citizen, but if you were a lesser person and, say, maybe had a parent or a grandparent who uh, had a lot of money but uh, just wasn't dying yet and knew that you were getting that money at some point, what would you do to maybe help ensure that uh, that happens sooner rather than later? Oh, God. Well, realistically, I would never, ever do that. But I got to put on that creepy-ass hypothetical monster hat. 
what I would do is I would go into lots of groups and crowds and get COVID and spread my disease. <laughs> no, I would never do that. Just disclaimer, but yeah. that's that's how I'd answer. That's what I would do. Well, to be fair, you kind of look like uh, Tony's evil twin with the beard, so you know. Yeah, yeah, like Bender Rodriguez didn't one of <laughs> exactly. them have like just the little, the little patch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but that's what I do because uh, you know that that would be the way where if you were a bad guy and you had bad intentions, you couldn't get traced to you. Hey. Not my fault I got COVID. Yep. And luckily, most people are like you and, and would never, ever, yeah, ever do no. that. Sadly, yeah. there are those people out there. So a Seminole County woman wrongly placed in guardianship and put into assisted living facility against her will created a secret Facebook page that she used to contact an attorney and obtain her freedom. She said it was a prison. It was a jail. Jan Garwood said of her experience in the memory care unit of a Seminole County assisted living facility for three years. Garwood's state-appointed guardian was Rebecca Furley, who was arrested following a series of investigations. Furley is accused of filing do-not-resuscitate orders without the permission of her wards, leading to at least one death. She's charged with aggravated abuse and neglect related to that death. Court records show in 2017, Fairley was appointed guardian over an alleged incapacitated person. Boy, that's a hard one to say. Garwood believes a relative tied to her family's lucrative trust asked the court to rule her mentally incapable of handling her financial and medical decisions. To try to get her out, Garwood's son smuggled a cell phone into her facility for her. She set up a Facebook page under her married name, Jan Sociadar, and posted on the page of a woman who fights guardianship. I said, please, if anybody is reading this, please help me. I've been kidnapped and forced into a locked facility. Hillary Hogue, who works with SEER, Center for Estate Administration Reform, saw the message. Hogue visited Garwood at the assisted living facility in late 2019 and luckily got her out. So, uh, you know, there are some terrible, terrible people out there doing things to, you know, their loved ones that it's just not right. But uh, luckily she was able to get out and... You... Felt inside the. Uh oh. Oh, I know what happened. <laughs> so this uh, article that I'm reading has a uh, autoplay video, and so. Oh, okay, I was wondering because I was like, no, I was good. Right. While you were while you were telling the story. I had it on mute because I was uh, starting a watch party. Which, by the way, finally Facebook has brought back for just normal regular people. I could do a watch party. It That's was like great. as easy as one, two. Yeah. Yeah. All I had to do is click on the link. Share and a little watch party button appeared. Now I've been going nuts this whole like for a month. I'm like, dude, I don't know what happened. I can't do it, and so I haven't done it. Yeah, so yeah. I made sure I muted because I knew it was going to go off. But uh, <laughs> it's funny. So you had an auto video that chimed in yeah, for that so crazy ass person. That like, dude, why do why are people like that? Like, look, there's no guarantee when your family member goes anyways if they have a lot of money that your little greedy ass gets anything. Exactly. For all you know, the dog gets the fortune. You know why? Because Fifi is a better companion than you'll ever be. Exactly. That, I'm just saying. Yeah, you just never know. Go through all that evil crap and see what happens to you. Well, and now they're getting their just dues. And in fact, you know, obviously uh, this woman was smart enough to uh, set up a Facebook page and, and uh, you know, secure her freedom. I would say she's more than mentally capable of probably managing her own money. 
But in any case, folks, it is Friday. We have a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody looking forward to the weekend, weekend. We're looking it's f- Friday and you ain't got spit to do. <laughs> it is you Friday. Know this, man. We are looking forward to the weekend. And as we do each and every Friday, we've got good news, everyone. We have a segment called Breaking the Law. Our call-in topic today is Thanksgiving disasters. G-Man is joining us with his week yeah! 11 picks. We close out the day with this day in history. And Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 20th. Now, uh, we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys, the watchers and listeners, a chance to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you escaped uh, guardianship by using Facebook. I don't know. It seems very specific. But if that's the case, yeah. go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and call us that number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll put those together, put them out in a future show. Speaking of entertaining, Tony's here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, November 20th. We are 20 days into this flipping month already. It was quick. Yep. Um, anyways, you know what time it is. It is the Filippo Fast Five. Vroom, vroom, daddy. Michael J. Fox says he's retiring for the second time due to progressions with Parkinson's. Um after watching his uh, interview with uh, Jimmy Fallon the other night, I don't blame the poor guy. Yeah. Um, this definitely seems a lot harder for him to talk. So, But always love Michael J. Fox. He's a gem, so wish him the best of luck in his continued battle with Parkinson's. Uh, little Yachty! Yachty, you know, you know Little My Yachty. My favorite. Yeah, he's everybody's favorite. Well, he took one of our favorite shows from the past. He remixed the Saved by the Bell theme song for the show's comeback this week. And guess what? It's terrible. It's so bad. Oh, God. It's the worst. It is the worst reboot. They would have been better off coming up with a completely new theme song. Oh, yeah. It is terrible. And I think that show is going to struggle because it leans too much on the nostalgia, but not in a good way. Uh, Kirby Morrow. Um, he's, uh, he was the voice actor uh, for X-Men Evolution. He was Cyclops and Dragon Ball Z's Goku, unfortunately, has passed away at 47. Wow. Now makes two animated uh, Cyclops that have passed away in the last couple months. That's right. Oh, that's a bummer. You don't want to play Cyclops, kid, if you're a voice actor. <laughs> Dear Tony, you want to be Cyclops? No. I'm good. Uh, WWE alumni Renee Young um, is pregnant, and she's expecting her first child with current AEW champion John Moxley. Um they met in the WWE, so there you go. Judas Priest's Rob Halford is very excited. 
for the Miley Cyrus Metallica cover album. I mean, because who doesn't want Hannah Montana singing Inner Sandman? Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Judas Priest might come up a little bit later in the show. Just saying. All right. What's well, good, you know? Judith Priest, maybe. I mean, it's always good to get an endorsement from uh, the rock god Rob Halford. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just being nice, I think. But, you know, speaking of Metallica, this this little story here has kind of been in the uh, the nugget since Monday. You know, those Fast Fives, they run so damn long, except for the last two days, they finally went back to just being... <laughs> just you know, the headlines. But, uh, just yeah, the facts, you know, Jack. I had, this really, I had this really good producer that, that told me, he was like, I like them, but why don't you just go back to trimming them? So I trim the fat, and here we go. Uh, so, you know, obviously concerts and stuff have... Uh, have taken a hit during this pandemic. Well, rock bands, you know, uh, just unfortunately, they're getting the itch and they're hoping 2021 is that year. However, according to um, Metallica drummer Lars Ulrich, I'm going to take on Napster. Napster, good! <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember those? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to be a while before the show's return. Um, Ulrich said he's estimating at least, uh, a, you know, it could be a full year at the earliest. Unfortunately, we have to come to grips with the last thing that will happen are the big concerts. You know, 20,000 people in an arena, 50,000 people in the stadium. It's just going to be uh, – it's going to happen again, but it's just going to be um, – unfortunately, we probably will not see that until the end of next year or early 2022. Uh the fact is they're burned out. They're ready to come back and kick ass to give everyone a live show. But unfortunately, it's just it's just not going to happen. We got to be realistic about it. Yeah. Uh, so he's looking forward to it, but he says nothing out of the ordinary for an article. It seemed like they were looking for a filler. They yeah. happened to have Lars on their show, wrote an article. <laughs> then like Metallica fan that needs to fill an entertainment segment, pulled it. And had to vamp it because there wasn't much to it. Well, and to be fair, and I hate to say this, Metallica is in that at-risk age group now. So, uh, you know, they, they might want to be extra careful. Yeah, I don't blame them. And, and I got to say, you got you definitely want to be safe out there, uh, young, old, but especially if you're uh, older and compromised. That seems to be where that stuff really affects you. Whereas... I'm not being braggadocious, but uh, being uh, being a bit on the healthier side of things and active, um, it didn't get me as bad. The only thing I still do is I can't smell and taste. We put it to the test last night. My friend Annie knows I hate veggies. She happened to me at lunch at the same time, and she put out some veggies. She goes, I, I got to see this. Try it. Eat it. I hate veggies. But I had to ta- I had to try I ate them. Did not taste a damn thing. Ooh. Not a thing. Yeah. Dude, it was Brussels sprouts. What? Oh, I was even going to yeah. ask. That's the worst yeah, of them all. Brussels, Brussels sprouts. Did, didn't smell them because they usually taste. They usually smell like farts. Yeah, they smell and, like dirty uh, underwear. Didn't, didn't taste them either, brother. <laughs> That's probably a good Now thing. is the time to eat. Your like, veggies. Eat super healthy for yep. me. So anyways, I digress. We went off a crazy train there. Let's get back on track. Let's get to the movies here. Um so now we know yesterday's big news that Wonder Woman 1984 will be on HBO Max and theaters, and everybody's cool with it. It is a great move. AMC, I was surprised. There was an article with AMC, and I was like, oh, great. They're going to bitch about it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because as they, as they need to. But, you know, they were like, we understand. We get it. Well, this is good news. This is really good news. So after that news, and another big movie decided – well, we're not going to put it on HBO Max. We're not going to put it on streaming demand, but we are going to bring our movie, 
to the theaters that day to compete with Wonder Woman. And that movie? Any guesses? Uh, Harold and Kumar go to the dollar store. Yes. You know what would be cool is if I told you it was Black Widow? That would be cool. That would be It would be really good. But another big movie that actually looks pretty damn good, Monster Hunter, starring Mila Jovovich. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be a 2021 movie. Um, uh, It was going to hit, like, well, it says December 30th, 2022, or sorry, 2020, with a possible delay. But they're going to move it up to Christmas Day. Why not get some of that Christmas pie cheddar? Which is actually smart, too, because if people are like, well, that now kind of puts Wonder Woman 84 in a situation right like you could have best of both worlds you could literally go to the movies watch monster hunter and go home and watch wonder woman 84 you could do that or you could just have two awesome movies to watch in the theaters on christmas day that's what i would do um double you know double up on the theaters right there so but that's really cool news so monster hunter is based off the capcom video game very unfamiliar with the game as far as play i don't know how it handles never played one uh, but the trailer looks just sweet. Mila Jovovich with the big sword and monsters in the desert. I mean, what's, what's not to like? She did good with the uh, Resident Evil movies. It's mm-hmm. done from Paul Paul S. Anderson, uh, her husband. It's her husband it is, and yeah. director of all the Resident Evil movies. So, Should be you know, fun. Looking forward to it. Should be good. You know, speaking of video game movies, this is totally out of left field. The final piece has fallen into place, pun intended, for Apple to score Tetris, an upcoming film, not kidding you, that centers around the dicey origin of the classic puzzle video game. The film stars Taron Egerton, of course, from the Rocket Man and, from Rocket Man and the Kingsman film series, as Hank Rogers, a Dutch video game designer who first secured the rights to distribute Tetris on consoles, when it managed to become one of the most beloved puzzlers ever conceived. Hank was involved in a heated debate over the franchise's copyright in the 1980s, which will be covered extensively in the film. Supporting casts are now being finalized. Uh, No word on who's going to play the L shape, the long (laughs) shape, the square box, or the the middle finger, the flat middle finger piece. Right. Um, No, it's just kidding. They don't have anybody yet, so it seems like it's going to be about the creator more so than about Tetris. Because when I read the headline, I go, a Tetris movie? Right. Seriously. Well, it re- but don't worry. It's not going to theaters. This movie is going to be a big Apple TV exclusive. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that it is biopic. I-, I got flashbacks of, remember when they tried to do Battleship? Oh, dude, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, I was having... Didn't it have Rihanna in it? It did. And her umbrella, Ella, Ella. Ella, Ella. Ella. Yesterday, I, there was when I was looking for entertainment news, they had her, like, the big news was, Rihanna grows a mullet and wears a Pantera shirt as she turns rocker. What? All it's her is walking around in a Pantera tank top and her hair is bunched up that looks like a mullet. They, like, yeah. Wow, that was, a, that was clickbait if I ever saw some. Yeah, they're fishing um, for articles at this point. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to squeeze in one more. I got 10 seconds before the birthday. So, um, you guys, right now, if you are a collector... Um, I would suggest they now Nintendo released the Game and Mini Watch, uh, which is just a little mini throwback to the Game and Watch series. It has Super Mario Brothers one, Super Mario Brothers two, the Lost Levels. They realistically should have put all the Mario's on there. As far as the old ones, would have made it worth. It's forty nine ninety nine, but if you are a collector, 
this is not a bad deal. It's a little. It stands as a little clock, and uh, Mario stuff happens. There's a ton of little Easter eggs on there. Little neat thing if you're a video game nerd. But I stress that it might be worth getting for forty nine ninety nine as it is a limited run. So it just screams collector's thing, you know, something that's going to be down the line where you're like, man, I'm kind of glad I bought that. Um, you know, it's worth some money. So um, you can get it at your local Walmart, Target, Best Buy, wherever you buy your stuff. But that is your exciting, super duper entertainment news. Let's roll on to the few birthdays that we have today. It's my birthday! Yes, today is... Some guy's birthday who ran against McDonald Trump and Michael Penis. President-elect Joe Biden is 78. That, that That's one of my favorite lines from that Borat movie. A McDonald Trump. I kept going to McDonald Trump. It just made me laugh. Uh, the, this guy is a community soup eater and talks a lot and appears in a lot of different things. That's Joel McHale. He's 49. Talk soup. Tied together. Um, the deepest country crooner that will throw you off when you see his face is 43, Josh Turner. I know you're not familiar with country, but this guy looks so young and he's got this deep voice. <laughs> All right, one guy. What was this guy thinking when he got drunk on a plane? Dirk Bentley is 45. He's also a country singer. And if you know, yeah, no. And uh, the original flirty game show host that was a little too close for comfort and kissed an awful lot of ladies, Richard Dawson, has a heavenly birthday today. That guy got away with a lot of sexual harassment. Yeah, he did. He was making out with chicks in front of their husbands, and it was no big thing, man. (laughs) Go back and watch YouTube, baby. And the former Perfect Ten, Bo Derek, is now 64. That's your birthdays today oh and then what's the yogi line of the day before we roll out uh create the sequence of goodness consequences will always be good Ooh, some words of wisdom from tony there folks that does it for the entertainment news when we come back it's time for good news everyone don't go anywhere after these messages we'll be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 20th. Now we are all over social media with many of you us many of you watching us on social media oh mios dios <laughs> words are hard today it's friday my yeah, brain is well, just words are hard every out. day let's just let's just be real <laughs> but we are on social media and you can get a hold of us there for instance you can get a hold of me at facebook.com forward slash christian phoenix radio that's christian with a k phoenix with an f radio of course with an r or on instagram and twitter at phoenix media radio tony is available at facebook.com forward slash tony dot san filippo that's s-a-n-f-i-l-i-p-p-o dot nine four or on instagram at tony dot san filippo 81 now in this segment as we like to do on fridays you know there's so much negativity out in the world all of the news that you pull up is all bad news well you know what we like to take you guys into the weekend on an up note with a segment we like to call good news everyone 
You know, it's, it's just inspiring stories about pe- good people doing good things. For instance, when a local FedEx driver noticed that a young boy was playing basketball with a beat-up hoop, she took it upon herself to upgrade him in a random act of kindness. Kalito Wheeler came home from work last week to find a brand new Spalding basketball hoop had been set up in the f- yard of her young son, Elijah. Though she didn't even notice at first, she wrote in the Facebook post. She said, I just thought it was his regular hoop, which was in really rough shape, but still usable. But as Wheeler walked up the porch of her home in Ohio, she noticed a mysterious basketball and instruction manual awaiting her, along with two letters attached. I instantly started crying, she wrote. Come to find out a random act of kindness had happened at our home. The letters were both signed from someone named Aubrey, And the first read, just wanted you and your son to have the best hoop that'll grow with him and all his friends. It's wonderful that you guys shoot hoops with him. Wheeler said it took a moment to connect the dots and realize that Aubrey was a FedEx truck driver who delivers in the area. She has come around here when Eli and his friends would be playing basketball, Wheeler wrote. She saw Eli cutting the grass one day, told us it was awesome to start them young. Wheeler said she kept the new hoop a secret from Elijah so that she could surprise him when he returned home from visiting his dad and that his emotional reaction was worth the wait. He knew exactly who Aubrey was. He started crying. Instantly, he was ready to play some basketball, needless to say. What an amazing, awesome thing that she did for him out of pure kindness. There are very much still good people in the world. Wheeler said she plans to have Elijah write Aubrey a letter and have a thank you card ready for the next time he sees her. She later updated her post to note that Aubrey had come by their house once again, this time with sandbags in order to weigh down the base of the hoop. Thank you, Aubrey. You made his day. I owe you a world of thanks, Wheeler wrote. You know, it's great to see when people just do random acts of kindness. You know, she's not trying to get anything out of it. She just, uh, you know, passes this young boy who likes to play basketball on her route and ultimately decided, you know what? This is a good kid. He's getting started young, mowing the lawn. And, uh, you know, he deserves a brand new basketball hoop. So needless to say, that is my good news, everyone. You know, she was just clearing her constant, uh, conscience, right? Like, because she's the one that was plotting the uh, evil uh, that evil plot from our first segment right. today. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That is so cool. I, I love the fact. Um, it reminds me, I saw this uh, video of, uh, it was on social media, and it was a guy with his ring camera, and uh, he would see this kid ride around on his drive on his driveway. And you know, most people would get pissed off because you know, get off, get off my lawn. Right. <laughs> but this kid would like ride. He had like this cool driveway. I don't know if it had an upslope. Anyways, the point of that story is this guy went out and every day would put a new little racetrack and he put aside and said, you know, follow the path. And he built a little bike path for this kid on his driveway every day. And it, it just kind of reminded me of that. Just so cool to see when people just embrace kids um if you can make a kid's day then that's just great i mean i i love that kind of stuff so yeah and, and a big old softy for it <laughs> it's the little things you know we do stories about you know people helping thousands hundreds millions of people this lady just helped one person and i'm sure it made you know uh, it made the day for not only her obviously makes her feel good but the family who uh you know maybe they couldn't afford a new basketball hoop yes so good stuff so we're gonna keep on with that good news and i'm gonna tell you a story about the time when i met the undertaker Remix. i was a wee lad 
just kidding. I'm gonna I'm gonna share a story about a nice little boy here. Uh, when you wander the aisles of a big box hardware store, you can hunt everything from garden gear to grills to paint. What you might not expect is the appliance section. You can also find a jumbo sized package of goodwill and compassion. Well, Lowe's may be a hardware giant, and a shout out to Lowe's for employing my aunt for over 20 years, that's her place. But it seems they have a soft spot when it comes to one very special Missouri four-year-old. Like most children his age, Jackson Maples is bright and inquisitive. He also has autism. From an early age, Jackson has been drawn from the language of mechanical objects, the whir of the fan, the thumb of a washing machine, and the tumbling cadence of the dryer were among his favorite fascinations. It's not surprising that when Jackson discovered the appliance section at the local Lowe's store on a family visit, it was as if he stepped into his own personal wonderland. Jackson's mom, Shauna Rippey, reveals her son's love for the hardwood store has turned out to be something of a godsend. Lowe's has been the center of our world because our world is Jackson, she told the Springfield News leader. When you have a child who is on the spectrum, he can have a massive meltdown. We are so thankful we know how calm he is uh, when we go into the store and sometimes it happens right before a really bad situation. We just have to go to the car and just go to Lowe's. It seems to calm him down. Uh, Jackson's adoration isn't a one-way love affair. When Rippy contacted Lowe's head office to explain her son's unique situation and asked if they might send him one of their signature associate vests, the generous response was far beyond her expectations. With corporate's blessing, the South Springfield Lowe's not only got Jackson a vest, they made him an honorary associate and gifted him with a bounty of child-friendly branded merchandise. My team was really inspired by his story and his connection to Lowe's, said manage, store manager Marty Davis. Marty! Jackson's visit made our team's day and brought several associates to tears. They also presented the boy with a Lowe's football-signed by our team, wooden DIY kits, and a small desk fan to help keep Jackson calm. While the COVID-19 pandemic has curtailed Jackson's visit to some degree, he knows he'll always be welcome to his favorite place with open arms and spinning appliances. The extraordinary bond between a child with special needs and a hardware giant that truly cares is a win-win for everybody. Not only does he get to hang out in his happy place, it's a good bet Lowe's has earned a customer for life. Um, very cute uh, pictures here of Jackson in his little Lowe's vest, looking at appliances, and, and really cool of the store manager to uh, to open up uh, his store to get to go that extra mile because not only does it make it great for Jackson, it sets a great example uh, for others, and you know I'm sure that just the parents are over the moon, especially his mom. So uh, very cool, touching story there out of Lowe's. Yeah, I mean, raising a kid, just a, a regular kid is hard enough. Raising a kid who's on the spectrum, I could only imagine how, how difficult that is. And, and, you know, for a company like Lowe's to uh, go out of their way to make that kid's day is certainly... Good news, everyone. Well, folks, that does it for this edition of Good News, everyone. When we come back, we've got a segment called Breaking the Law. Don't go anywhere. Don't break the law. We'll be back in a few. Get 
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 20th. Now, while we are headed into the last section of the first hour, there is still plenty ahead with the second hour to come. So don't miss that. Now, if you did miss a portion of the show or want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of sharing, Tony shared with us yesterday how much of a legal deviant he is and his run Yes, I also shared the shirt of shirts yesterday. I was going to say, while you're sharing videos, check out yesterday's episode and the the amazing phallic shirt that I did not wear, I was not aware I was wearing until we were on. Yeah. I digress. (laughs) Yeah. Today, Tony's a little bit country, a little bit rock and roll, but uh, in any case, you know, Tony regaled us with his story of being pulled over for speeding just like the deviant he is oh there's his ticket how dare you yes this master star speed stars troubles gets pulled over very expensive tickets <laughs> so with that i figured it'd be good time to revisit uh, some legal stories and in this case more of the uh, eureka moments that lawyers have in breaking their case in a segment that we're call breaking the law 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 see told you judas priest was going to come back <laughs> All right. First up on Breaking the Law says, not as a lawyer, but a defendant. I was a concierge and named in a lawsuit against the building by an unlicensed realtor who was barred from entry after headbutting me while he was wearing a bike helmet. He was representing himself in court. Yay. (laughs) I just pictured the crank anchor guy. (laughs) Yay. He cross-examines me over how I barred him from entry and had some preamble about the vendetta I had against him. Then asked me to repeat what I said when I asked him to leave the building. I responded, I'm sorry, was that before or after you hit me? He immediately answered, after I hit you. Took him a minute, but his face fell pretty far after he caught on to what he had just admitted. Needless to say, case dismissed. Dum dum. Um, on a side note, since we're talking lawyers and stuff, did you see Giuliani's uh, press conference yesterday? Like, I did since he not. is the uh, aide. Okay, so he used uh, some hair dye on his hair, and he was sweating. It was like I don't know if it was hot where he was going. <laughs> this is poor guy. Classic stuff for Giuliani is not having a good twenty twenty. But anyways, as he's talking, his dye in his hair is bleeding down his face. No. And he's like, and when he's, you know, he's very animated when he talks. So they, they screenshot the perfect time where he's like, he's got, oh, yo, you do a favor on a break. Look at it. It's okay. funny stuff. I'll check it out. Moving on. Yeah, with- I get the Giuliani, he'd be sweating, you know, with the Michael Pennis and the McDonald drop. <laughs> Moving on with Breaking the Law. Breaking the Law, Breaking the Law, Breaking the Law, Breaking the Law. <laughs> 
don't know what the hell that was. That was that that looks bad. That that was painful. It was like hurt hurt my soul and my body all in one. You look like one of those animatronic creatures uh, in the Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> band playing up on the. <laughs> <laughs> Just call me Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next one, very abbreviated. I was prosecuting a convenience store owner for luring a young girl who regularly came into a store back to a part of the store to grope and fondle and kiss her. Child enticement. It was the Rachel only section. It was, yeah, right. It was the only <laughs> section of the store without surveillance camera coverage. They were in the back room for about two minutes and 17 seconds per the timestamp on the videos. Of the many arguments the defense put on, one was there was no way there was enough time for anything to happen. In my, in my rebuttal on closing, I asked the jury to imagine what could happen in the room in that amount of time, and I asked them to all close their eyes while I timed out two minutes and 17 seconds on my watch in silence. After about 60 seconds, two of the jurors started crying, knew it was going to be guilty right then. And thank God they got this guy prosecuted because he sounds like a terrible, terrible human being. You have been sentenced and silence! Two minutes of silence. Well, doing, doing radio, you realize how much time a second actually is. You know, if we've got five seconds of dead air, it feels like an eternity. And so uh, I can only imagine, you know, two minutes and 17 seconds, you know, for that poor young girl probably felt like a lifetime. Yeah. Oof. Moving on with Breaking the Law. 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 There you go. That was a little more metal tone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I try to remember the video like that's the first time you ever see him all in sequence, like yeah. <laughs> at the same time. I mean, that's the first time I remember seeing it. Says my friend was defending a guy who was asleep in the backseat of his car while intoxicated, and a New York State trooper arrested him. On the stand, the trooper testified that he visually saw the key in the ignition. My friend gave him like three chances to walk it back. Are you sure, trooper, that you actually saw the key in the ignition? He said yes, and then my buddy dropped the hammer. You are aware that my client drives a Toyota Prius. There is no key. There is no ignition. It's a push-button start. Dropping the hammer. ADH whoop. I really didn't have anything for that. I had no joke. I was just... It's all right. Blink stare. It's all right. <laughs> it's Friday. All right, let's move on. This next one says, My brother went to court to gain some custody rights for his daughter. Ex-wife says he shouldn't be allowed to be alone with the daughter because he looks at porn. The judge, who happened to be a woman, laughed and said, Honey, if every man who looked at porn wasn't allowed to see their children, then there would be no child with a daddy in this world. True. And that gets a... Bazinga. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And the ones that say they don't ever look at porn or watch porn, they watch the Liars. They're all liars. Oh. <laughs> or at the liar! very... Liar! 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 At the very least, they pick up the J.C. Penny catalog and uh, flip through the That's lingerie something. section. Yeah, <laughs> folks, we're talking about people breaking the law. 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 <laughs> this one says, uh, "Not mine, but my mom's story." She was fighting for custody on behalf of her father, trying to prove that the kids were living in subpar conditions with their drug addict mother, in spite of the ample child support provided. 
It was a tough case because courts are so hesitant to pull kids away from their moms. Then the mom burst out that she had been feeding the kids cat food as proof that she wouldn't let them starve. Needless to say, the judge didn't take that as a good reason for the kids to stay with their mom. I, she backed herself into a corner. Who's feeding yeah, their kids did. cat food? It's ridiculous. Hey, uh, well, I'm sorry, little Jimmy. Uh, we, we can't go to McDonald's because we're broke. And, uh, why don't you just eat just friskies? Because, yeah, I don't know what got into that cat. But, uh, you know, your mom over here smoking about a uh, thing of hash hash and some crap. So, uh, friskies. <laughs> That's what's for dinner. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Oh, gosh, Jimmy's over. I got to go to bed now. To be fair, my, my kids prefer Yukonuba, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. yeah. O- only the best for them. My kids get friskies. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Says not a lawyer, but I'm certainly in a custody battle. Mother is saying I can't be trusted because I've been refusing to take our child to the therapist. The therapist testified I couldn't bring our child in because therapy must have both parents' consent, and the mother has retracted her consent. Uh, double-edged sword, and of course, you know, if your argument is something that you can't defend, then uh, you know what? You don't have any right to make that argument. Exactly. It amazes me. Oh, it was really a trap, but uh, there you go. It's not a trap, but they are breaking the law. Breaking the law, breaking the law. Breaking the law, breaking the law. This one says, man, I'm always too late, but I've got a good one. When I was interning at the criminal court for a judge, I observed a pretrial hearing on a murder case. The defendant allegedly murdered his grandmother because she wouldn't give him money, then stuffed her in a closet and called a hooker for sex in the bed right next to her closet. Ooh, horrifying stuff. During the hearing, the defendant's lawyer, prosecutor, and judge went through some typical procedures. Then the judge asked the defendant if he had anything to add. The defendant smugly said, yes, actually, I don't think I'm mentally fit to stand trial according to Article X under the criminal criminal procedure. The judge let him finish, looked him dead in the eye and said, the fact that you just told me this shows you're perfectly fit to stand trial. Oh, send him to jail. What what a creep. There are some terrible, terrible, awful people out there. There really is, man. There are a lot of bad people. Yeah, but you know what? Luckily, there are stories we, we like... We call them scumbags. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, their their stupidity is our joy. You know, we enjoy uh, making fun of these people who just can't get out of their own way and uh, often find themselves in jail because of that. And uh, Jimmy, be sure to bring over your friskies. The god dang little kids over us not know brats are hungry. <laughs> Make sure you get the tuna and chicken one. Because I like tuna. Yummy. Well, I'm going to go get myself some friskies. We're headed into our long break. When we come back, it is our call-in topic of Thanksgiving disasters. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys in about seven minutes. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s.
Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. November 20th, weird do- daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world, and crazy Friday, you know, just a weird, wacky, wacky Friday. Tony, looks like you got your uh, bottle of Pepto-Bismol there uh, ready to go, or is that your yeah, zip did you, see it? did you see it, like, in between the break? I made it look fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Pepto-Bismol. It is, uh, this, uh, this second hour segment is brought to you by Emergency. Because when you're feeling down and need a thousand grams of vitamin C, emergency will get you through the day. First hour was brought to you by Zip Fizz. <laughs> Grapefruit, now available at your local Costco. And based on the way you're dressed, by Brawny as well. Yeah, and by Brawny. Oh, and not to mention Smoothie King, where protein smoothies are a thing. <laughs> We have a lot of fake sponsors today. <laughs> we certainly do. But you know what? We're having a good time today. Today is a fun one, right? It is. It, it's yeah. always good when you get wacky, Tony. It's so much better than that mundane son of a bitch you had. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. It was yesterday, right? It was tired Tony yesterday. He was like, It wasn't quite slow motion, Tony, like we got in an early Proton Pack podcast. I don't know if you remember that one, but yeah. That was a lot of fun. Episode 7. Drunk Tony <laughs> turned into slow Tony. <laughs> yeah, Download like, it now on the Phoenix Media Network. Yeah, we were turning up the sloth dial on him. But in any case, we digress. <laughs> Folks, this is the interactive portion of the show. This is where we want you to chime in on our topic of the day, which is why we put out the phone number. We put out the topic the day beforehand for you guys to call in and chime in on whatever the topic might be through the Phoenix line. That number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973. Of course, you can always chime in on our Facebook page in the comments of the live video at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. The topic today, Thanksgiving disasters. Obviously, Thanksgiving is next Thursday. Just a quick programming note. We will be here doing live shows Monday and Tuesday, but because of the holiday, we're going to be taking Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off. So that way, uh, you know what? We can enjoy time with our families, and uh, you guys can as well. And uh, so we'll be playing best of those days. But you know what? That's a good thing for Thanksgiving. We're talking Thanksgiving disasters. Tony, any particular Thanksgiving disaster come to mind for you? Nothing uh, recently, but when I was uh, married, back in the day, there's a lot of wood back when I was married, um, there was uh, one cooking disaster where the turkey didn't quite go right. Like it was, it just, it sat in the, they tried to deep fry it out in the backyard and then. And luckily it was, it did revolve around a fire, but it, it's just like the grease, the grease spilled like this, like before it got going, like it was a cold day. And I remember like the grease, tra- it was like this little rickety one and like the little chain thing broke and it dipped. And then, so we couldn't deep fry the turkey. And then 
that pissed off the brother-in-law and then it just kind of sent a spiral because it was like well bleep we can't do the turkey because it was supposed to be deep fried it's not like they had one prepped ready to go oh it was oh it was a disaster it was a disaster it, you know yeah. if you wait a long time well you, you don't wait a long time but you wait closer to thanksgiving peanut oil it does get hard to get you know we we sell out all the time at work because we only have it for that window so you know you can imagine big grease spill um and then you got to scramble to get it uh yeah. what do you do yeah you can't run out pick up a replacement no, it, but, you know, especially but on thanksgiving the, the good thing is is i i'm not much of a turkey guy like if a turkey's done right a deep fried turkey is pretty badass yeah, it my is. Dad. yeah um like we had a ham ready to go so it's like we still had you know, good stuff, but I think it really disappointed. Uh, you know, he was really excited to make this deep fried turkey, and <laughs> aside from a big ass mess, and uh, we didn't have turkey that year. So, well, that's that. That was a long time ago, but I just remember being kind of chaotic that day. And of course, people get pissed off, and people are frustrated because didn't go their way. And you really that day, if you're hosting Thanksgiving Day. It's a big disaster. Yeah, it's frustrating. At least they didn't overcook the turkey like in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Catherine, this turkey tastes half as good as it looks. I think we're all in for a very big treat. <laughs> of course, then it opens up. <sighs> Love that movie. Yeah, for me, movie. you know, it, it wasn't so much a, a cooking disaster. Um, you know, I've always been pretty successful with cooking on Thanksgiving. Mine was more of a, uh, um, oh, a rationing disaster. So uh, back when I was married, uh, we used to do two Thanksgivings. We would do one with my parents, and then we would did, do we did one with her family as well. And uh, for me, Thanksgiving is, you know, I tend to go a little overboard when it comes to eating. And so uh, at our Thanksgiving dinner, had a great meal, decided to go back for seconds. And then, uh, you know, shortly after that, we take off, go to the in-law's house and uh, decide to have two meals there as well. And uh, needless to say, uh, the end of the evening, I ended up uh, uh, giving back a lot of the uh, uh, Thanksgiving dinner that that i took in it was uh, not fun uh, it wasn't food poisoning it was just overgorging myself and myself and uh yeah it, it's it's what you do sometimes and uh yeah thanksgiving uh, is the day to do it buddy it's one of those where all you do is eat watch football eat again maybe poop make some room eat again puke <laughs> i don't know and then have dessert do? exactly yeah and well, if you're a drinker then you get really drunk that day too Okay, that could be part of your Thanksgiving disaster story. Folks, go ahead and chime <laughs> in now it. <laughs> on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video and comment there. Folks, when we come back, it is all about you. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a few. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. Now back to the show indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 20th. Excuse me. We are smack dab in the middle of our interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners, 
And today we are talking about Thanksgiving disasters. Catherine, this turkey tastes half as good as it looks. I think we're all in for a very big treat. Ultimately, it did not. But, uh, you know, that's the sort of disaster we want. Nothing that really worked out well for the Griswolds until the end. It was always... It just it was a cluster muck the whole time for exactly. those poor, poor yeah. family. But Little they did get a kick-ass dang sparky. jam of the month club uh, present. So, uh, mm-hmm. But with that being said, you know, maybe you had a cooking disaster. Maybe you caught your house on fire by uh, uh, trying to deep fry your turkey. Or maybe you have that one drunk uncle who just can't help himself every year. That's what we want to hear about. Go ahead, comment now onto our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just go to the live video and comment in there. Uh, Tony, before we get to the list that I've got pulled up here, uh, anybody chime in on your end as far as Thanksgiving disaster stories? Yeah, they. Uh, I got two, of course, from our super fans and friends of the show, the Hendros out of Nebraska. Go Big Red. Um. <clears throat> Lacey doesn't really have a Thanksgiving disaster, but her mom did drop a whole cheesecake on the floor once. Ooh. That definitely is a disaster because the cheesecake is my favorite part. I'd probably five-second rule that and I'd still <laughs> eat it. I'm not going to lie. It's a tradition on Thanksgiving. I love it. Oh, my chair just locked up. It just kind of scared me. I thought somebody was behind me because normally I leaned back and it didn't go. It's a ghost. Ghost, Val. Not a disaster, but there's a pretty funny picture of Mike's mom standing on the side of the interstate in southern Colorado holding their Thanksgiving turkey. They got a flat tire on the way to their to Mike's sister's place in New Mexico. The turkey was thawing out on a roaster in the trunk while we traveled, but was in a way but was in the way getting the spare tire out. So <laughs> Mike's mom holding the turkey while they changed the tire. That's hilarious. Uh, that 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 could be kind of a bit of a stress one, especially traveling on Thanksgiving Day alone. Is uh, seems like that'd be kind of tough to do. So yeah, yeah, you know, and and it counts. You know, you're trying to get to Thanksgiving, holding a turkey on the side of the road. Uh, that is something that uh, I, I wish there was video or photo evidence of. Yeah. Well, Mike has a picture of it. Um, if I get it, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll share it with you. That would be yeah. great. <laughs> but I don't have anyone chimed in on the uh, Phoenix page today. So uh, that's all I got. So Mike and Lacey, thank you uh, for contributing as you guys usually do. So Awesome. Shout out. And folks, there is still plenty of time. You can tell us your Thanksgiving disaster story by chiming on the Facebook page comment section. So go ahead and head over there. But uh, of course, we always come prepared with a slew of Thanksgiving disaster stories. For instance, this one, we were hosting our first Thanksgiving in our new house when our plumbing failed so badly that sewage was backing up into the shower. So guests Ooh, who had to use the bathroom Eddie. had to either go down to the street, uh, go down the street to the gas station, or just pee in our backyard. This here's an RV. No, I... It sounds like, uh, you know, Tony, I think you would have taken the uh, pee in the backyard approach. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Back in the day, I used to pee wherever, wherever I may roam, up until that uh, Sebastian Bach Skid Row show. Right. <laughs> I got stopped by uh, 
uh, by that uh, the Inglewood police uh, for peeing behind a trash See? can. I've never done it in public ever since. Told you guys, Tony's time. a deviant, always breaking the law. Moving on with yeah. thanks- <laughs> Thanksgiving disaster <laughs> stories. <laughs> One Thanksgiving, my father, who was drunk, stole the Thanksgiving turkey and ran through the trailer with it, holding it like a football and screaming, see you later, effers. Of course, he didn't say effers. He said the actual word. <laughs> that just makes me laugh. I'm sorry. That could be the, uh, that's the soundbite of the show maybe today. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, it's funny because people tend to get a little little tipsy, a little overly drunk. And, you know, you've got angry drunks. You've got I love you drunks. But uh, sounds like uh, either he was having fun or he was just plain angry. Oh, God. That was just great. I can picture that. I don't know why. Well, just... it's quite telling that, uh, you know, ran through the trailer. Yeah. We'll leave that there. Moving on. This one says, my friend was tasked with... Kids, keep eating your friskies. Don't ignore the guy running through the trailer park with the uh, turkey on his head. (laughs) Eat your friskies. Right. (laughs) Dr. Craggy specially says. My friend was tasked with making the pumpkin pie. She wasn't a good baker, but she worked really hard and was pleasantly surprised that it turned out so nice. Well, she noticed people making faces while eating the pie, so she took a bite of the pie herself. That's when it dawned on her that she confused cans of condensed milk with cans of baby formula. She was never allowed to cook the pie again. That's (laughs) That's almost as bad as uh, forcing your kids to eat Friskies. Yeah. Friskies? Oh, Aunt Betty's coming over. She put a tit milk in the, uh... Yeah, I should have said that. (laughs) Should have said boo milk. Whatever. She put the boo milk... Eat the pumpkin pie, and now it's got extra protein because it comes from your aunt, whatever her name is. Because I I don't remember because I said tit. <laughs> Yummy. I can't even say that. <laughs> uh, here's another boy. It sounds like uh, you know this is just straight out of the trailer park. My uncle had found out that his wife was messing around with his nephew. That his wife was okay. <laughs> well, at the Thanksgiving dinner table, he drunkenly stood up clanged his fork against a mayo jar filled with beer and toasted to his divorce. <laughs> Ooh. A mayo jar filled with beer. That, I mean, that that's classy. Mm, that's a classy that Thanksgiving. That sounds delicious. If I had a yummy button, I would do that. But you said toast, which made me want to say toasty. Toasty! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Here's one that's similar to uh, my experience, however, uh, not quite to this extreme. The day before Thanksgiving, my family all got food poisoning, and the seven of us spent Thanksgiving throwing up and essing ourselves in a house with one bathroom. Oh, could you imagine trying to uh, figure out who's going where and, and uh, you know, who needs it more? Uh, no thanks. Who's got to go? Wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Don't go in there. Oh, made room. Get in my belly! Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that would not oh, be a fun Lacey, way uh she she texted me like during those sound bites and uh i apologize <laughs> for my milk comment <laughs> that's oh, all right. yeah. here's here's one that's just a series of unfortunate events uh, for thanksgiving my dog stole the turkey off the counter and dragged it down the hallway we forgot to pick up my brother from the train station and my great-grandmother got drunk 
and tried to race the kids down the hallway in a rolling computer chair. I would pay to see that video. <laughs> that would be awesome. Hey, remember that time that I left that girl at the train station and regretted it as an old man? Choo-choo. Choo-choo. I miss my friend. <laughs> she doesn't watch the show, I don't think, but if she does, she knows. <laughs> this one, when I was in high school, my mom scheduled me to have my wisdom teeth removed on the first day of Thanksgiving break so that I recover, could recover while I was out of school. The only thing I had for Thanksgiving dinner was Jell-O and resentment. Oh, God, that would be a terrible way to spend Thanksgiving, not being able to eat those things that you love. Oh, come on. There's always room for Jello. <laughs> That's true. There is. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be sad and depressing. So. <laughs> Here's one that comes out of the, uh, the realm of um, I'm taking my ball and going home. At Thanksgiving dinner years ago, there was a huge family fight, and my uncle angrily chopped the turkey in half and left carrying his half. At least he left some for the rest of the family. No way. Screw you guys and going home. <laughs> like I couldn't imagine that. Did, like, did he have like? It would have been even better if he either had one of those big turkey carvers, those electric ones. <laughs> <laughs> Look at All right, me, you I'm little assholes. I'm going home. <laughs> Moving on. I hope we do a, a Christmas disaster one when Christmas comes. Oh, it's coming. I just remembered a real good personal Christmas disaster. Right on. I'm looking forward to that. Moving on with Thanksgiving disasters. I was feeling queasy one Thanksgiving when I was about five, so I only took one bite of my turkey leg. Well, my grandma didn't like that one bit. The next Thanksgiving, everyone got a full freshly cooked spread, and I got a turkey leg with one bite taken out of it from out of the freezer. Ew. She saved that one turkey leg? Ugh. You know, that just took me back to the 80s. Uh, there was a Thanksgiving that uh, we were at, and somebody left a jean jacket on the back of a chair. And, you know, like, you know, when your parents used to say, you have to eat all your veggies and you had to eat all this stuff. Well, that's when I had taste. I could actually taste and smell things. Well, I couldn't get through some of this veggies. And I remember, dude, I was so full, but you couldn't leave the damn dinner table. So I scooped it up when no one was looking. And I put it in that jean jacket pocket. I don't know whose jacket it was. You gross. <laughs> <laughs> it was a disaster for somebody. It wasn't me. <laughs> Finally, with Thanksgiving disaster stories, my aunt's creepy husband made a speech thanking my cousin's new boyfriend. Richard Dawson. Who was meeting us for the first time for dating her, all while standing up and sobbing. Just goes to show that some drunks just can't handle their alcohol. Well, folks, that does it for Thanksgiving disaster stories. When we come back, G-Man's joining us with his picks for NFL Week 11. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Amen! Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 20th. Now, we talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the chance to chime in on anything whatsoever. You know how it works. You leave a message after the beep. 
You don't even have to interact with a live human being. For instance, maybe you want to share your Thanksgiving disaster story. Well, you're more than welcome to that number, 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together and put them out in a future show. Now it is Friday, as we like to do on Fridays. Talk about our favorite sport. I've only got one question. Are you ready to G-Man is joining us with his three picks from this week's NFL Week 11. G-Man, how you doing this week? Good, good, man. How you doing, brother? Doing well. You, you look comfy. You're in your chair, ready to enjoy some football games. But uh, you know what? It's, it's going to be a fun and exciting week. With that being said, let's go ahead and start with our first matchup, what we're calling our wild card matchup. You have the Jaguars plus 10 and a half versus the Steelers. Um, normally, I would say that's ridiculous, but uh, you have the nearly perfect Jaguars on the losing side versus the perfect Steelers on the winning side. G-Man, 10 and a half. Go ahead and explain yourself. Well, uh, this is one of those ones where I'm tapping into, you know, all of the years of experience uh, losing money. And, uh, you know, in the case of this, uh, you know, you have the Steelers who, like you said, you know, are pretty, uh, they're just undefeated. And uh, the Jaguars have lost eight in a row. Uh, you're talking about, you know, of course, a, a you know, prohibitive uh, Super Bowl uh, favorite team right now, you know, mm -hmm. uh, versus a team that is uh, probably going to be looking for a head coach either at the end of the season or maybe at the end of this week. They're very you know, much so, in the uh, Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes there. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So basically, uh, getting back to my original point, uh, is, is in all the uh, years of uh, doing sports betting, I smell a rat. I smell a trap uh, in this game. Um, I think basically I just – and I would rank this my third pick, uh, not saying that I wouldn't be a little bit nervous you know, <laughs> about this because the Steelers could come – and the game could just as well be 30 to six. And I'm gonna be thinking, what am I thinking? But uh, there's something to, uh, it seems like this year, uh, Broncos, uh, Cowboys game recently is a great example. It seems like the Steelers played down to their talent, uh, you know, on the other side. And uh, if there's a lack of talent, it's kind of like mentally, they seem to, you know, if you look at this game on the schedule right now, you know, they definitely circle this with the win. Yeah, on and, paper. Uh, Looks like a crusher, yeah. You know, and I think that on the other side of the coin, uh, people forget, you know, these these guys are still professional athletes. There's a lot of pride uh, that they have, you know, personally, and uh, they have an eight-game losing streak. And so I think that, you know, uh, there's something to be said. I'm not saying the Steelers are going to lose the game, but I don't think they're going to go the whole season, you know, undefeated. And, uh, you know, that undefeated part, you know, you got the – the old 1972 Miami Dolphins probably are calling Tomlin, you know, and every coach every week, you know, saying, Hey, can we buy you guys dinner? You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, they want to get, they wanna get, get that oh, yeah. thing over with. So I just, uh, you know, I just kind of like, I smell a trap. I think that the guys that, you know, are marking the pencils, you know, they probably are, are anticipating that everybody's just going to put the money on the, on the Steelers. And then uh, they'll, you know, be ahead by 17, you know, Jaguars score a late touchdown, and then 
they lose by half a point. You yeah, know, yeah. so that's that's my thinking on that. Pretty simple. Yeah, you see it Smart all the, thinking. You see it all the time. You know, a team gets complacent, especially in a game like this where they figure it's going to be a runaway win. They're going to put up uh, college football numbers. You know, seventy-two to three, something along those lines. But uh, don't count the Jaguars out, especially in. Uh, it's a Covering that spread, and it is a trap game. Now let's move on to our uh, marquee matchup. You have the Raiders plus eight versus the Chiefs. No, yes, versus the Chiefs. I've got my uh, things mixed up here. <laughs> the chefs. <laughs> from that Snickers commercial. Great, great googly moogly. Great googly moogly. In any case, so, yeah, the Raiders aren't playing half bad. They are definitely the second-place team by far in the AFC West. You know, the Chiefs are a good team, but you know what? Plus eight versus the Chiefs, I would say that that is a fair bet. How do you see that one playing out? Yeah, this this actually is uh, between the three. It's my number, the highest ranked, um, uh, you know, point spread. Um, basically, again, the axiom, if you're, if you're able to get a division opponent where they're getting seven points or more, take the points. And of course, they're at eight. Uh, they're coming off an earlier victory in the in the year where they, I think, had lost the last six games in Kansas City. Uh, Derek Carr had never won a game in Kansas City against the Chiefs uh, in his career. And uh, you know, of course, the Raiders uh, they not only uh, covered the point spread, but they won the game outright, being the thirteen and a half point favorite. They had four pass plays that were over forty yards. Two of them went for touchdowns. And, uh, you know, so, you know, Raiders are playing well. Uh, Chiefs have won four in a row. Raiders have won three in a row. And so, again, just, you know, generally just don't put too much evaluation into it. Um, you know, eight points, of course, to buying the hook on that to make sure it's a decision maker. And, uh, you know, yeah, we'll see what happens. I like them. I'm like them at home. Uh, I think that the way that teams have been playing, I'm sure that the Raiders are probably going to mirror this is that, uh, you know, they're not blitzing Patrick Mahomes. You know, they're playing a lot more zone defense this year, of course, as we <laughs> saw last year, especially against my 49ers. You know, you start blitzing, and, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes and those guys that are running downfield can eat you up. Yeah, they're definitely going to going to uh, play to the run or to the, the quarter, uh, quarterback scramble. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to be an interesting game, but uh, I think where you've got it is, is right where it needs to be. And then finally, we have our best bet matchup, which is the Falcons plus four versus the Saints. Obviously, the Saints are without Drew Brees. They just announced today that Taysom Hill is going to be the starter for the game. But, uh, you know, I think the Falcons have a good chance of uh, covering that. Yeah, you know, again, here's another uh, example. We have a divisional game. Uh, the Falcons have had a tough year uh, where they, again, they should have at least had two more games that they've won, that should have won. One of them being the Cowboys, that, that crazy onside kick spin play, I think the second weekend. And, uh, you know, they're coming off a bye. And, of course, they were going to be preparing for the Saints. They already knew that Drew Brees was injured. So the first uh, part of that week was probably – more toward Winston, and now they have a couple of days to prepare for um, uh, Tyson. Is, is his name Tyson? Taysom. 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 Hey, the dude's a stud, though. Yeah, you he know is. his number, number seven. When he's in the game, you're looking for something exciting to happen. Um, but what I look for the Falcons to do, even if there's uh, some late adjustments, is to uh, probably uh, 
to try to minimize and stack the box against Alvin Kamara. And they're going to see what kind of a quarterback this kid is. Because when he comes in, of course, they typically have your gadget plays. And he's thrown some passes. I'm not saying he's not talented. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton would not be putting him in ahead of Jameis Winston uh, if if he, he wasn't capable of winning. Right. And uh, so anyway, it's going to be interesting, to say the least, to see how he comes out uh, of the game uh, with those passing statistics. And, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I kind of see this, uh, you know, the, the Saints this year have not been covering the point spread. They are, like, winning a lot of them by a field goal. And so, again, with your, if you're giving me four points, I'm going to buy that hook. And, um, you know, hopefully that will come to play and we'll, we'll merge a winner. And real quick for those who aren't up on sports betting, what does it mean by play the hook or buy the hook? Sorry. It's basically uh, if you have, uh, say, a straight bet and it's minus 110, which means you have to bet $110 to win 100, um, it's just buying another half a point. So let's say like the point and spread in this case is four points. You make that bet and then the team wins by four points. And so that's what's called a push where you just get your money back. You know, there's not a loss, but they give you your money back and you're like, God, I wasted three hours hoping to win something or have a decision. So buying the hook, sometimes it comes into play, of course, making a decision. Uh, but either way, uh, you're going to have a win or a loss. And yeah. so um, it's, that's why we do that. It's, it's minus 120 instead of minus 110. So it, it costs you 10 bucks. Or Yeah, it's essentially uh, buying insurance on your bet. Yeah, you know. It's a little little hedge. Exactly. So to recap real quick, we've got Jaguars plus 10.5 versus the Steelers, Raiders plus 8 versus the Chiefs, and Falcons plus 4 versus the Saints. G-Man, we always love talking football with you on Fridays. With Absolutely. our last minute left, obviously, uh, you know, you've got a lot going on around here, especially with your band Seedless Tendency, uh, Big Bongo Productions. Where can people find you? Yeah, you mentioned them right there. Um, you know, we have three things of a big bongo production, um, which basically handles uh, entertainment management, um, definitely for seedless tendency and uh, any other, you know, acts that may say, hey, we need some help, you know, it's promoting the show or helping get us on the map. Local musicians can tap into the music mothership, which is basically a consortium, a collaboration of local, you know, musicians and people that are in this industry and all kinds of different tentacles. And, and uh, so, yeah, we're, we're busy doing this stuff. Uh, Seedless Tennessee is pretty much, with all this COVID stuff going on, we're not, of course, looking to do any kind of performance or anything like that. So I'd say after here in the next couple of weeks, after we finish some out-of-town work, uh, we're going to be hunkering down for the holidays and enjoying Thanksgiving in spite of uh, some of the politicians' you know, <laughs> urgings. You know what I mean? We'll do things in a safe way. I've been uh, you know, taking care of my family now for you know over 40, 40 years, and everybody's still alive and kicking and, and flourishing and stuff like that. So I think we'll be able to navigate, uh, you know, Thanksgiving and the holidays in a, in a manner that's not going to put people at risk. Well, that's great to hear. G-Man, we always love spending a few minutes with you each Friday. We'll have you back. Uh, not next Friday. We're actually off because of the holiday. But, folks, we will still put out uh, those uh, three bets for you to, uh, you know, enjoy the holidays that much more. But, folks, when we come back, we are headed into the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. See you. Get 
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we did it, folks. We made it to the end of the week. We made it to the end of the show, but not before this day in history. It is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Friday, November 20th. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? Yes. Yes, I am because I didn't have a soundbite ready to be funny. <laughs> and because and I want the shape of Marshmallow Man to destroy my city, so yes, I am. None of us do. But folks, while you are there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. And we care and we share. Speaking of sharing, we share. Every time you say we share and we care, I get the damn Care Bears song in my head from the 80s. It just triggers up. It's like, we care a lot. We care a lot. (laughs) I'm so lame. Well, while while we give you the Care Bear stare, we're going to drop a little knowledge. Care Bear stare. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for <laughs> This Day in History. Reverse the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right. This day in 284, Roman soldier Diocletian is proclaimed emperor by the army. Could you imagine just being a soldier? Just being like, hey, I'm just doing my job. And they're like, hey, the guys all voted. You're emperor now. Oh. I'm going to tell people that when I have to tell them to wear a mask. I'm the emperor of the box department. You will wear your mask because I used to be a soldier. <laughs> uh, it does not tie together at all, but that would no. be quite the promotion. Yeah. yeah. Like, and who's going to dub them that? You're just all of a sudden you're a soldier and you're like, hey, you, you with the booger on your nose. Yeah, you. You're the emperor now. Hopefully you get a new groove. See ya. (laughs) Hey, me and the guys were thinking it'd be really cool if you were emperor. Yeah. So, So, yeah, we were in some friskies here, and, uh, you know, you were having some of Aunt Juju's milk, and, uh, well, you're the emperor. (laughs) I like how Cracky's voice changed from... Yeah, you know that. <laughs> Becomes a an Adam Sandler character. Yeah, yeah. I just hey, I take Adam and I just kind of tie him best I can in my version. <laughs> there you go. Moving on, this day in 1789, New Jersey is the first state to ratify the Bill of Rights. Apparently, Snooky was there. The situation. Jim Tan laundry. GTL Jim Tan life and right is 1849. We're going to Jersey. I I think I screwed up the year. I think you said something like 1789. It was something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm uh, skipping ahead. In any case, let's move on. Speaking of skipping ahead, this day in 1902, Geo... Boy, these are going to be hard to say. Geo Lefebvre and Henry de Grange create the Tour de France bicycle race. Boy, that was... Vivi, vufu! El Barafonte was riding around on the bike. Almost gave myself a hernia. Who would have thought that uh, of all the sports that uh, the Tour de France would have a 
drug scandal with uh, yeah. Lance Armstrong. Yeah, I can't believe it. That one bald bastard. <laughs> the balls on him. Moving on this day in 1911. Oh, ball on him. There you go. Well, Zynga, it's just, it's just a little shirt screwed him. This day in 1911, the funeral of Paul and Laura Lafargue, daughter of Karl Marx in Paris, is attended by Lenin. The two socialists died in a suicide pact in the belief that their political usefulness was at an end. Oh, it's like Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Those sweet, sweet socialists. Those sweet little people. I'll give you a little heart. Way to take your life. Love Fatality. <laughs> oh. Excellent. <laughs> no, nobody's missing them. This day in 1929, Salvador Dali's first one-man show goes out. I didn't realize that he was more than just a painter. Apparently, he was a performer. I wonder if uh, he melted in his show as well. He probably did. And when you say Dolly, I say Parton. Dolly, Parton. Hello, Dolly. She's curing COVID, by the way. Did you know that? I, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that too. <laughs> and is it weird the older she gets, the, the, the bazingas on her, they just stay the same? I don't know. They don't even drop. Like, gravity's not a thing. No, 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 no. I think she has a standing appointment at her plastic surgeon's uh, <laughs> on a weekly basis. <laughs> but we digress. This day in 1945, <laughs> the Nuremberg War Trials begin as 24 Nazi leaders are put on trial before judges representing the victorious Allied powers. Obviously, there were a number of Nazi uh, dissidents who went down to South America, but uh, luckily... They tried uh, a number of them for war crimes, much deservedly. Yes, as they should be. Damn Nazis. Damn Nazis. Damn well, Nazis. You know who wasn't a Nazi? Mm, Chris Jericho? Uh, yeah. yeah. He, just play, he just played one in Jay and Silent and Pop. That's right. <laughs> one of many. <laughs> no, this day in 1962, Mickey Mantle wins the American League MVP for the third time. I heard he was a good baseball player for the New York Yankees. I mean, I, I might have heard a thing or two about that guy. Yeah, yeah, you know, he... Uh, oh, boy, Mickey Mantle. <laughs> I play... Nope, wrong Mickey. Oh, exit stage left. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tone, uh, get your Lorne Michaels impression ready. This day, 1976, George Harrison appears on Saturday Night Live. George Harrison! <laughs> I don't know if that was a Lord Michaels one, but uh, no, that was the announcer. Oh, what was his name? Guy, he was always good. Christian Phoenix, and your guest host Tony and the Frisky Band. <laughs> we get into that cat, Friskies. Oh, things have gone off the rail on this Friday. <laughs> Speaking of Saturday How does Night Lord Live, Michaels talk though. Oh, um, Mike Myers does a great impression of him. It's uh, yeah. I'll have to. I'll prep it <clears throat> next time you have one ready. I'll, I'll have to watch, but off the top of my head, I don't know how he is. <laughs> well, speaking of Lorne Michaels, this day in 1982, Drew Barrymore at age seven hosts Saturday Night Live. Oh, I bet it was cute. She probably even made a lot of ET references and probably said unlike. And then I was like, hey, oh my god. I like Drew Barrymore. I, I do too. I'm a fan of her. I really do like her. You know, she even though she speaks out of the side of her mouth, which I did for a year due to, uh, you know, yeah, some 
palsy situation. Uh, you know, she, she's adorable. She's an adorable she human adorable. being. Still, even as an older lady, you know, did you ever watch the Santa Clarita diet on Netflix? Which uh, got it was ca- such a great show. Such a great show with her. It was fantastic. Best looking zombie chick I've ever seen. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Moving on this day in 2001, Josh Groban releases his debut album, Josh Groban. Speaking of uh, Weasley-looking guys with super deep singing voices. I've got an idea. We're going to put out an album. It's going to be called... Ready? Josh Groban. Very original. (laughs) And we're going to make a fifth scream, and we're going to call it Scream. (laughs) It is his self-titled... Self-titled. Not how he talks, but that's the deepest I'm going. (laughs) He's got a deep crooning. He does. Yeah, almost operatic. And then finally, this day in 2002, Die Another Day, the 20th James Bond film release, directed by Lee Tamahori, starring Pierce Brosnan and Halle Berry. Oh, remember how? Oh, I like that at the end. I thought Christmas only came once a year. Nice little in your window joke. That's how Pierce went out on 007. Yeah, unfortunately, his later With Denise Richards was like, uh, what was what was her name? Valerie Christmas. Christmas, or something. yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, sad... probably was Merry Christmas. As cheesy as that crap was. Sadly, the later Pierce Brosnan uh, Bond movies uh, got a little on the hokey side. They did. Goldeneye was badass though. That was good. And then finally, as we head into the weekend, let's run down some of today's holidays. Of course, I probably caught you in the middle of uh, swallow and tone, but uh, in any case, today is Apple Cider Day. Ooh, that sounds tasty. Hey, you gargle it, makes the throat feel good. (laughs) Don't quite understand this one. Married to a Scorpio Support Day. Yeah, I hate you. got to support Scorpios, you know, because if you're married to them, you support them. (laughs) Today's marriage. Today's National Mickey Mouse Day. (laughs) (laughs) National Education Support Professionals Day. Yep, you support you. Get on your little laptop and remote learn, kids. Today is National Occult Day. I don't know what that is, so I'm just going to say, hey. Bust out the Ouija board. Today is National Princess Day. I know you can appreciate that one, Tony. I feel like a princess in my flannel. (laughs) And finally, today is National Push Button Phone Day. Oh. (laughs) Folks, that does it for this week's shows. We'll be back Monday with a brand new episode. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Peace out, Girl Scout. Go Broncos. (laughs) 